Just ahead on Bob's World, Rhode Island reports COVID cases and hospitalizations are up. In Vermont, the vaccination program expands to more pharmacies as more people become eligible for the shot. In New York City, the MTA says full service will be restored shortly on the CNF trains. You may recall the Transit Workers Union filed a class action lawsuit at the time of the cuts last year right around now. Much warmer today than yesterday. We're up to 60 under sunny skies in St. Johnsbury, but the forecast suggests old man winter just doesn't quite want to exit stage left. Some of you could have an overnight low on the teens come Friday. Bob's World is next. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. This is Bob's World for Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. Good afternoon, I'm Bob Welch, and here's what's happening in the Great Northeast. Weekly COVID-19 metrics being tracked by the Rhode Island Department of Health increase this week as the state works to get more of its population vaccinated against the disease. WPRI Channel 12 Providence reports new cases per 100,000 residents by week increased from 223 last week to 266 this week. According to new data released today, while percent positive by week rose from 2 to 2.4 percent and new hospital admissions by week ticked up from 116 to 119. As for the daily numbers, the health department in Rhode Island reports 338 new coronavirus infections and a 2.7 percent positivity rate with 12,700 tests administered the prior day. Another five people in Rhode Island have died after contracting COVID-19. Hospitalizations climbed to 123 with 15 patients in the intensive care unit and eight on ventilators. Today, Vermont officials announced that vaccinated individuals are now allowed to visit hospitals and that the state's pharmacy program is expanding. As of today, health officials say 36.9% of Vermonters have received at least one vaccination. Upward of 19,000 Vermonters aged 50 and older signed up on the first day of eligibility yesterday. The next group scheduled to go is 40-plus this coming Monday. That includes yours truly. Vermont is adding vaccination pharmacy partners. That includes CVS locations in Essex, Rutland, and Williston. Starting April 5th, Hannaford will offer vaccines at 12 of their locations. 
Officials say those who are vaccinated will now be allowed to visit Vermont hospitals, although hospitals are allowed to set their own guidelines. Visitors will have to present their vaccination cards as evidence. WCAX Channel 3 Burlington reports vaccination registration is also expanding to two new groups starting tomorrow. Parents caring for kids with with health problems that are too young to get vaccinated will be eligible. On Thursday, any uh, uh, black people of color individuals, uh, 16 and older, can register. The health commissioner says that's because that group is at greater risk of hospitalizations and the pace of vaccination is way behind. By mid-April, all Vermont inmates will have gotten at least one dose. To the city now, full service will be coming back soon to the CNF subway lines. New York's MTA announced today that it is reversing cuts that were implemented about a year ago as ridership dropped significantly amid the pandemic. Interim New York City Transit President Sarah Feinberg said full service will be restored on the two lines. Transit President Feinberg told WCBS News Radio in New York today, I think that it's the right thing to do to make sure that all of our CNF riders are getting as much service as they possibly can and as much social distance as possible. Now the transport unions worker Now the transport union workers local 100 uh, filed uh, a class action lawsuit, you may recall, alleging the changes constituted a long-term reduction in service. Now, both lines have been operating at about 80% of full pre-pandemic service with about 30% of the ridership. Feinberg notes it will take several weeks to bring the two subway lines back up to full service. The agency is aiming to bring F-train service back to pre-pandemic levels by early May. And now the weather outside. The Bob's World forecast for northeast Vermont, northern New Hampshire, and western Maine. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 36, a south wind at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Cloudy early tomorrow with showers for the afternoon hours, high up to 60. Cloudy with rain and snow on Thursday, high of 41. Uh, North-northwest wind at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Cloudy skies for Friday. A few flurries or snow showers possible, high 34. Yeah, that'll be the high temperature, 34. You heard that. Saturday, partly cloudy skies, high 47. Easter Sunday is mainly cloudy with a high around 50. And a partly cloudy sky on Monday morning will give way to cloudy skies during the afternoon, high 51. And these are the 4 p.m. Eastern Time numbers from selected cities around the region on this Tuesday. Everyone is sunny. We'll start along the St. Lawrence. Ogdensburg is 64. Montreal 57, that's 14 That's fourteen Celsius. Central Park, Manhattan, and Brewster in Putnam County, up the Harlem line, each reporting 59. Hartford and Worcester are also 59. On Cape Cod, Chatham 46, Boston reports 57. Moving northeast, Bangor, Maine, and Halifax, Nova Scotia report 48, that's 9 Celsius, while St. John, New Brunswick has 45, that's 7 Celsius. In St. Johnsbury, we are at 60 with sunny and dry conditions. The relative humidity 21% and the dew point is 20. The barometric pressure 30.14 inches of mercury and falling. The winds from the north at 7, gusting to 19 miles an hour. Repeating the St. Johnsbury temperature 
60 and sunny, down to 36 tonight. You're listening to Bob's World. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. (sighs) Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. A New Hampshire man has to pay a $5,000 fine following an exchange with a black man last summer at a gas station where he's accused of pointing a nozzle at the man, shouting racial slurs, and telling him to go back to Africa. Uh, Judges found that 62-year-old John Doran violated the New Hampshire Civil Rights Act. The man was traveling with family and was leaving the gas station. According to the complaint, Doran was near his motorcycle at the gas pumps and shouted a racial slur. Doran said the driver spat toward him and he was attacked. The judge didn't find Doran's testimony credible. A proposal to expand the use of a ranked voting system in Maine has succeeded in committee and will move on to the full legislature. Maine uses ranked choice voting for offices such as U.S. Senator and U.S. Representative. However, the system has not been adopted in state races because of concerns that it doesn't square with the state constitution. The Maine Legislature's Veterans and Legal Affairs Committee approved a proposal by a count of a 6-4 to vote on Friday that could change that. Democratic Senator David Miramont's proposal calls for an amendment to the Constitution to implement ranked voting more broadly. And New Jersey Transit's website got a C grade from the New Jersey Sierra Club over the weekend. NJT's site has become slightly more user-friendly, but it could use some improvements. According to the New Jersey Sierra Club director, Jeff Titel, in a report from WCBS News Radio in New York, quote, The more user-friendly you can make New Jersey Transit, the better it is for commuters and the more riders New Jersey Transit gets, he says, which also then means more income they get and uh, we get less people on our roadways and we save on air pollution. NJT notes that it has made upgrades to its app, which can save commuters from having to use ticket machines. It also lets riders rate their rides and has a new access link app for riders with disabilities. However, Titel says it could be more user-friendly and would add an additional feature. He says, I have an iPhone, you have iMaps, so when you go someplace, it gives you three alternatives and you can pick one. They need to think about doing that with New Jersey Transit, he said. He also said more could be done in terms of informing riders about bus and train schedules and transfers. This is Bob's World. Going boating alone can be relaxing and peaceful. The weather is nice, the fish are biting, and there's no one around for miles. I got the bite of a lifetime, and without thinking, I stood up to reel it in, but in all the excitement, I lost my balance. I fell in and gasped. 
No worries, because I was wearing a life jacket and my life was saved. Your involuntary gasp reflex could cause you to drown. Life jackets worn, nobody mourns. Learn more at pleasewearit.com. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for years, he's only said... Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So keep the animals safe, especially the cute shirtless one. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Today is Tuesday, March the 30th, the 89th day of 2021, with 276 days left in the year. Among the birthdays today, game show host Peter Marshall is 95, actor John Astin is 91, actor-director Warren Beatty is 84, rock musician Graham Edge of the Moody Blues is 80, rock musician Eric Clapton is 76, we'll be hearing from both of them today. Actor Justin Dees is 73. Paul Reiser, 65. Rap artist MC Hammer. We won't be hearing from him. 59. Tracy Chapman, 57. I can only fit in two songs. Ian Ziering is 57. Piers Morgan, the TV personality, 56. Rock musician Joey Casillo, 55. Donna Dorico, 53. Senin Dion, is 53, TV personality Richard Rawlings, 52, Mark Consuelos, 50, Nora Jones, 42, country singer Thomas Rhett, 31. Now this 1968 single from the Moody Blues on Bob's World. Place. 
Moody Blues on Bob's World, written by the uh, band's bassist John Lodge, and was first released on the Moody Blues 1968 album, In Search of the Lost Chord. It was the second of two singles from that album, the other being Voices in the Sky. Now, Billboard describes the single as a blockbuster rocker that comes on strong with all the ingredients to spiral the Moody Blues to the top in short order and a mover from start to finish. I think that prediction was spot on. Dates in history. Florida became a U.S. territory in 1822. Dr. Crawford W. Long of Jefferson, Georgia in 1842 first used ether as an anesthetic during an operation to remove a patient's neck tumor. 1867, U.S. Secretary of State William Seward reached agreement with Russia to purchase the territory of Alaska for $7.2 million, a deal ridiculed by critics as Seward's folly. 1870, the 15th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which prohibited denying citizens the right to vote and hold office on the basis of race, was declared in effect by Secretary of State Hamilton Fish. 1975, the Vietnam War neared its end. Communist forces occupied the city of Da Nang. And on this date in 1981. This is Metal Earth Special Report. This is Reed Collins, CBS News in New York. Shots have been fired at President Reagan, who had just concluded a speech in a Washington hotel to a union meeting. The White House says the president was not hit. My colleague Lem Tucker is on the scene. Lem, you're in Washington. I don't know where, but what do you know and what did you see? Reed, I am a... This is Lem Tucker. I am right across the street from the ballroom entrance of the Hilton Hotel. Ronald Reagan had just finished about a 30-minute speech to an AFL-CIO meeting. He was leaving through what we call in the press the presidential entrance. It was about a 30-foot walk to his car, less maybe. He turned to wave, and I believe a reporter called out Mr. Reagan. The crowd was mixed, not just press people. And suddenly we heard the pop, pop, pop. Oh, I, I know I heard at least five shots. The first thought, someone hollered firecrackers. And then we realized it was more than that. At this point, or at that point, Secret Servicemen did what they do so well, the reflexes went to work, they grabbed the president, literally threw him into the back seat of his limousine, and the motorcade sped away. They did get a man, we have to say at this point, believed to have been the assailant. Preliminary reports being what they are, whenever a story is just surfacing, Uh, Some parts of that report were not accurate as the timeline moved forward, as uh, new information got in. Uh, It can be like that. Uh, That was uh, from the CBS Radio Network special report. Uh, It was revealed some while after that that President Ronald Reagan was shot and seriously injured outside that uh, D.C. hotel, as you heard described in that report. Uh, by John W. Hinckley, Jr. Uh, Also wounded were White House Press Secretary James Brady, a Secret Service agent Timothy McCarthy, and a District of Columbia police officer Thomas Delahunty. 1987, 
the 59th Academy Awards Platoon was named Best for Picture. Marlene Matlin received Best Actress for Children of a Lesser God. And Paul Newman was honored as a Best Actor for The Color of Money. And one of the other singers marking a birthday today, which I mentioned earlier, here's Eric Clapton.
and Tears in Heaven on Bob's World. That song was written about the death of Clapton's four-year-old son, Connor. It appeared on the 1991 Rush film soundtrack. In January 1992, Clapton performed the song in front of an audience at Bray Studios, Berkshire, England, for MTV Unplugged, with the recording appearing on his Unplugged album. The song was Clapton's best-selling single in the United States and reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100. In his home country, the U.K., it reached number five on the U.K. singles chart and also charted in the top ten in more than 20 nations around the world. It won three Grammy Awards for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance, Song of the Year, and Record of the Year. In 2004, Rolling Stone ranked Tears in Heaven 362nd on its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Finally, I had to pull out that tune from Dragnet. Police in Ontario say an officer pulled over a motorcyclist whose license plate was clearly homemade and misspelled. Sergeant Steve Koopman of the Kingston Police Service said patrol officers stopped a motorcycle when they noticed the vehicle's license plate didn't quite look official. Koopman tweeted a photo of the hand-painted uh, hand painted plate which was marked for Ontario but featured the slogan, Live Free or Die. You know where you've seen that slogan before. It's on everything in New Hampshire, including the license plates. It's probably on the state liquor stores. The slogan misspelled the word free, by the way. It only had one E on the homemade plate. Hey, officer, do you like my do you like the plate? I made it myself. He didn't actually say that. Koopman tweeted, We apparently have some burgeoning artists in YGK. YGK, the airport code for Kingston, Ontario. Patrol officers again snagged this beauty off a motorcycle, charged accordingly and given an A for effort, but an F for spelling. The license plate... <laughs> The license, sorry, the license plate was confiscated just under two weeks after police in the same area spotted a vehicle with a similarly handmade license plate. Maybe the guy's got a business going around. You never know. You never know. On that note, that is Bob's World for this Tuesday. Remember, the feedback phone is 802-467-0212. Your voice may, I underline may, could be heard on upcoming podcasts if you dial that number. Overseas, my email is robert.welch0520 at gmail. And be sure to put Bob's World on the subject line. I love reading and listening to what you have to say about the topics on here and to find out where exactly you're listening from and at what time of day. I'm Bob Welch. Thanks for listening.